Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back. So this is Steve coming at you from the future. Uh, it's currently January 11th, 2021. Just want to do a quick insert to the start of the podcast and say thanks, everybody. January's actually been already a banger of a month for us. Uh, we're seeing tons of growth just all over the globe. Singapore, Guatemala, South Africa, you know, Florida's been killing it for some reason. I, I just want to thank all of you guys. Every little thing you do, if it's the podcast, the videos on YouTube, it all helps out tremendously. Your time is your most precious currency. And I just want to let you know, it means so much every time that you choose to spend that currency on us. And uh, yeah, just thanks everyone so much. I, I just, I had to put this in here because we're just seeing crazy stuff going on right now. And it, it means a lot to all the guys. Thank you so much. And I'll let you get back to the normal show. Today on episode 44 of the Home of Play podcast, Sony discontinuing most PS4 models in Japan, Microsoft asking consumers if they are interested in DualSense, and Metacritic picks their game of the year. All that and more. Let's get some Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 44 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday the three best friends join forces to give you all the latest in PlayStation rumors, news, reviews, and that is because we are the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. Hiya. With Christopher, we also have the 60 frames of Curtis. Hello. The Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid for opinion stuff you don't need here. Because of this, that allows us to bring you the PlayStation news you need or want to know. All of our content is free for you to enjoy at your leisure. We only ask that you help support the show by visiting our YouTube channel, which can be found by searching The Home of Play podcast. Once there, please feel free to hit that subscribe button. Maybe even give us a like on the video if the spirit moves you. Winky wink face. If you're already hearing our beautiful voices by the magic of our YouTube channel, then guess what? We are a podcast. And that means you can find us on any of your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Every month we are growing, and it's all because you lovely gaming homies helping to spread the cause through the power of word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, or complaints, we want to hear from you. Please leave any of those on our YouTube videos, and then we can read your questions on the show or alone in private while we discuss the dying PS4 consoles. On today's episode, we have six news articles to discuss, but first, as always, let's begin with what we've been up to this last week. Chris, what have you been up to all week? Uh, not too much. It's been a pretty busy week. Uh, I've done a little bit of PC gaming. Uh, I did some Among Us. Uh, I did a little bit more Raft with a couple people, which is always fun. Um, last night, I was bored and... Didn't feel like getting into anything serious. And I played uh, Frostpunk. Uh, it's kind of like a city development type game where you're constantly fighting against the cold of Mother Nature. It's pretty good. Uh, other than that, most of my week has been dedicated to finally getting more into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, starting to actually really enjoy it. Uh, enjoying a lot of the side quests. They're quite fun. Uh, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, I got through the prologue already, so I'm kind of, I've got the, the settlement. Uh, now I'm kind of, I did the, the next two story missions where you kind of, you clear uh, one of the countries that's to the south, and now I'm doing one of the sections to the north, kind of halfway through the north section now, I think. Um, 
I'm really enjoying it. Um, my question to you guys, what do you guys think of the leveling system? Like, it's kind of like a sphere grid, like Final Fantasy X, kind of? Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'm i not a huge fan of it, but then it sounds like it's been updated and fixed from when I first played it. Uh, when I was playing it, you know, they hit all the skills or traits or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them, abilities. And that bothered me because it just seemed like a waste because you could respec at any time. Therefore, you could clear the board uh respec have all your points back but then be able to see what you're doing so i never understood the initial like how that even passed you know the boardroom there i'm like yeah. how did no one see this but whatever it must have uh, got through like as an accident because they quickly yeah. patched that where you can now see the abilities and like i like it because like maybe i don't know like i liked fall fantasy 10 i like the sphere grid stuff uh so yeah it, it's what it is but um it's definitely different than the last two uh, Origins oh, of Odyssey. Sure. I, I kind of, essentially what I've been doing was I, f- I went through the whole grid. I found the abilities that I really wanted and I got them right away. And now I'm kind of just trying to play the game balanced where there's a, if you hold, I think X or whatever uh, at the circle center area, it kind of just auto uses your skill points uh, to what the system thinks it should do. So I've been kind of just, doing that and it seems to be pretty balanced it seems to be working well for me um how about you curtis i would prefer it more if you actually got all your abilities from that rather than trying to find a lot of them through the books oh right yeah like your actual attack combat abilities yeah but just the grid itself i'm not i'm not a big fan of it like i understand it's the way to bump up your power level because i guess you couldn't really it's easier to do that than to just use a straight leveling system. Yeah. I was trying to figure out too if uh like when you upgrade your stats there's like plus 5 to your light attacks and your weapons have stats too. So I was trying to compare like if I bump this up does my weapon go up in damage and it wasn't. So it must be where your the weapon's damage is adding to the bonuses of your character level, I guess. It it must be something I kind of think that they they don't actually do anything. That's my belief. Oh, yeah. So that's why okay. I believe it's just it's it's to level up your power. That's all it is to me. Yeah, a number game cuz yeah. we were talking too about uh, some side quests that you bump into. Steve, you were talking about those three witches. That you yeah. can bump into at the beginning of the game, and they're ridiculously high level, like stupid high level. And you bump into them, and it's like they just destroy you in one hit. And you're like, the the way they balance out how everything is on the map, it doesn't seem right. It almost seems like they need to have like, I don't know, some sort of like once you hit a certain power level, maybe you get a message or something where it's like, oh hey, somebody's contacting you about a side quest over here. It's hard to. It's almost hard to complete everything in a certain section of a uh, one of the countries or whatever it is, um, because some of the side quests are too high of a level. <laughs> that concept kind of works in in different games. Like if you're trying to do backtracking, like something like Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. or I don't even know if Uncharted does it, but I could understand it in that game. But in an open world game like this, it's just gonna piss me off because yeah. you have that one thing on the map that you can't finish at that level. Mm-hmm. Well, especially when they're like telling you like, hey, like w- this area, this territory, if you will, is power level 60. So as long as you're that level, like feel free to have fun in this. And then so you're like, OK, I'm going to clear this level 60 area. And it's like, oh, no, Get um, your shit we just put in. a power level th- 320 
in the power level 60 area. Like, what? Are you kidding me? And then, like you said, and then it's just, yeah, this reminder of something you didn't finish in that area. And it's just until end game. Or, I mean, I guess if you want to try it at, like, power level 200. But even then, like, yeah, you're going to be dead in three, four hits. But it makes sense, like Curtis was saying, how, like, Tomb Raider, where it's like, you can see there's an item up on that ledge, but I don't have the climbing hook to climb this wall to get it yet. I, yeah, it'd be almost like the Arkham games too, right? Yeah, like where yeah, you don't exactly. have this gadget yet, so you can't come back. You can't solve this Riddler puzzle. But yeah, to just, exactly. So, to no, just wave it in your face, be like, oh, you're not strong enough. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that, those ones are like time constraints. You're legit, put more time into the game, level up more, then you can come back. Whereas an actual gadget or something. Yeah, I, I get what you guys mean. Yeah. It just seems at odds to be like, hey, we want you to progress before you go to these other territories that are going to be higher power levels. But yet we're going to put one of the hardest things here in one of the easiest areas. Mm -hmm. I have to admit, though, like the amount of content in the game is amazing. I wish they oh, yeah. had talked between studios because Frick Watchdogs, it, it could use some of this content. Let's be honest. It is less than Honestly, an Odyssey still. So, I, well, I was going to yeah. say there's probably so much content here that you probably could have failed Watchdogs and still had plenty of content <laughs> with this. Set. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows how many more. Uh, did they announce any DLCs or anything that are going to be coming? I'm sure there will be, but... Honestly, I just think they want people to forget about Watch Dogs. No, no, no. I'm talking about Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there is. Yeah. there's usually, They usually release like a, a episodic, like three yep. more or something like that. So oh, yeah. That's Buy something the to look forward. Pass. Yeah, who knows? I'll try to get into this one and see how my patience wears out. Because you, you play these games so long, the grind gets yes. like, oh, yeah, I think both sure. of you guys are kind of paused on that, eh? Yeah, I got to like 50 hours and then uh, I, well, and there's so much when I first got my PS5, like, you know, I had to get to Demon's Souls, uh, Cyberpunk yep. came out. Yep. Uh, I want to get back to Persona 5 Royal. Yes. Uh, you know, I just got, I have so much stuff that, uh, yeah, after 50 hours of, and like you said, feeling that grind is probably the best way I can phrase it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you just go the next thing. And even me, like, I still want to get back to Demon's Souls because then Cyberpunk took me away from that. And mm -hmm. yeah, there's uh, there's a lot to do. Yeah, I'm loving the lore too. I I I, I, yes, I haven't I been do like that. Like you were always into the Vikings. I haven't watched like yes. any of the Viking shows or anything, but I'm really enjoying it. Like like the banter well, between the characters and all that kind of stuff. I like it a lot. I, I'm I'm biased obviously because like yeah. that is my ancestry. Like uh, yeah. We came from, we can actually track that I came from a Viking tribe, ended in Ireland, all that fun stuff. Um, so to me, it's always been neat um, to know that. I mean, it kind of makes sense. It's why I have 19 different beard colors and I'm 6'5". <laughs> but um, beyond all that fun stuff, yeah, I, I like it a lot more than uh, Odyssey. I, I liked, like, I like Greek stuff, don't get me wrong. Uh, and that's the thing I like. I liked Odyssey so much more than Origins because I'm not really big on Egypt. So like, it's always been getting a little bit better lore wise. Yeah, that's pretty now much. We just want to go to Japan because you know, oh we've god, yeah, well, that, that would be nice. Yes. years. Yes. Well, I think so that's good. what Ghost of Tsushima was, right? Like it filled basically. that hole. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it for me this week. Curtis, what have you been up to, Curtis? So I made the decision to get myself another dog, so I really haven't had that much time to play games. I still played some, but um, yeah, my time is a little bit held up with other things right now. What kind of dog did you get? I got myself another Pembroke Welsh Corgi. Very nice. This one is four months old compared to my other one that's, I think he's almost two years old at this point. Oh, wow. 
So yeah, I've been busy trying to deal with him. It's been a lot easier than the first one, but again, second time. Second one always is. Second one always is, but yeah, time not quite as much. So I, I got a few hours of Cyberpunk in this morning, actually. Also because I'm taking holidays from work right now, so I have a little bit of time. So I'm hoping to get a lot more game time in the next week or, or two. What patch version are they on on the PC? Is it the same as console? 1.06, yeah. I think console's on 107. Uh, Isn't it? I think it I is. I thought it was 106 as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, you might be right. Maybe it's was... just the patch to fix the uh, the save files. I think you're right, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking that I was reading articles there, yeah. talking about what yeah, was Yeah, 7, I'm pretty sure, will be January, so okay. if I'm not mistaken. It should I'm waiting be. for that one. But I finally got uh, the quest line to trigger to start Judy's side quests. So I'm just two quests closer now to hopefully banging her. We'll see what happens. I might piss her off. Maybe I won't. We'll see what happens. Uh, but other than that, I because I got bored, I started dabbling in a little bit of a PC building simulator. Don't hate oh me. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I've seen that game on Steam. Oh my god. Is it Was it on sale and bundled with watching paint dry? It was actually full price and I paid full price. Oh my oh god. No. Oh my god! You don't why, why? You just built a PC like you didn't need to buy the game. I I need my fix. I need my fix. Oh my god! So I had to buy the <laughs> game. It's like that South Park episode where you like chase the dragon, and it's supposed to be a meth reference. <laughs> yeah. Come on, catch me! <laughs> almost you there. Almost had me. You're almost there. You're almost there. Come get me! Oh, oh, oh. so close. Yeah. yeah. So needless to say, it's been bad week. Is it like like Surgeon Simulator kind of, where you got computer parts and you're just sticking it into the computer, or well, is it actually have, going to any depth? It. I don't really want to call it a story, but you do have a career. You do level up from doing the the jobs, but you'll get an email from someone. They'll drop off their case, uh, and it's like how oh, many? This sorry, how many hours uh, in the storyline till you can move out of your mom's basement? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Can you then start like a YouTube career like that one guy who cleans people's dirty PCs and blows Jeez. them out? Yeah. <laughs> People love like weird shit, right? It's like that pimple popping girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, how do people get these careers off of like things that normally people would tell you, I would never watch that. <laughs> and then they go home and that's all they're watching. <laughs> well, they were intrigued at that point. So it's like, well, yeah. I gotta see yeah. what that is. <laughs> There's a certain point where you hit a million views that they're more than intrigued. Uh, <laughs> it's like how many subscribers, right? Like you're not coming only once. Yeah, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop it there and uh I'm gonna pass it on to you, Steve. What have you been playing? Uh, a whole lot of nothing. This week was um podcast work week, so we're working together uh, a little bit. I mean, I'm primarily dabbling but i'm talking to you guys and we're working on different ideas for videos and what to do on the youtube channel so that's primarily where a lot of my time this week went um you know trying to refresh the old video editing skills and stuff like that uh so yeah we're i did that for most of the week um hmm other than that i did a lot of staring at things uh i did download uh, shadow of the tomb raider because uh, that came up on PlayStation Plus this week. I did look at it, and I was pretty sure I might hit play, but I just <laughs> didn't. 
So yeah, we'll have to see if I actually get to that. Uh, but again, like all these things are calling my name. I, I keep telling myself like, ah, you got to get back to Demon Souls. Oh, you got to get back to Persona 5 Royal. Because uh, I keep hearing more and more people talk about it and saying like that they like the way Royal changed some things. And that so I should... good. I mean, yeah, I so keep I, telling I you. But... It. Like even Akechi, like apparently his whole um, character slash his uh, reasons for doing things are just so much better. Yeah, better at least. More, uh, uh, was it fleshed out? Fleshed out? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, apparently like what I can't remember the reference, but yeah, people are just pretty impressed. Um, yeah. Cyberpunk. I think I'm finally good with until, you know, we get, I would like to hope I'm good with until we get the next gen patch. Uh, I just don't want to waste any more time with it, with the way it looks. It's just, you know, it looks disappointing currently. Um, and then, yeah, I, I don't know. There's a lot of hopes and dreams, but I really want to get, you know, some of these things off the ground for us. So uh, we'll see how that goes and I'll keep dabbling. But uh, yeah, hopefully a lot more gaming next week. That's for sure. So yeah, I think that's it for that. So I think we should just jump into the news. news. Starting with number one. Uh, this one comes from Destructoid. Sony is ditching every PS4 model outside of the one type of slim in Japan. As reported by Game Watch, Sony Interactive Entertainment Japan Asia will be phasing out all PS4 models, uh, but one PS4 slim model. In short, the only PS4 that will be actively sold in Japan by Sony will be the PS4 Slim 500 GB Jet Black model. As Komatsu points out, the OG PS4 has been discontinued already. Although the PS4 had a fantastic run hitting 113.5 million units and counting, putting it squarely in the top five all-time best-selling console list right above the original PlayStation, Sony is obviously looking to the future here. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Uh, do you think it's a little early for these changes or do you think uh, it's just the year of PS5 and let's move forward? Yeah, to me, it seems weird. Like I To phase out the Pro altogether seems like the weird decision to me. Like I don't think... Is there still a lot of people going out and buying PS4 Slims, like the base model? Like I thought most people at, at this point were buying the Pros because isn't the price difference between the two systems almost negligible? Like between, the, I mean, the 500 gig and the terabyte, there's definitely a price difference, but I'm pretty sure the, the PS4 Slim pricing-wise compared to the Pro, it can't be more than a $50 difference, is it? Probably not. I just don't understand the point of trying to phase out a console like it's been two months it's not it hasn't even been that long like it takes a while yeah when was the last like ps3 being produced like stuff like that it was a while into the ps4's life and the yeah. fact they're still struggling to produce ps5s at this point why are you phasing this out yes i understand people aren't going to be buying ps4s likely but i don't think you need to phase it out unless there's something in it that maybe you know resources that might be needed for the ps5 yeah i believe it could be a resource thing or they just assume that by not making the pros or any other models they can use all that freed up energy and time not making those just to make more ps5s which you know, makes more the, the sense problem... to me the labor aspect yes yes it sounds like too there's a brief comment in the article too where it kind of mentions how the I, like the manufacturers are needing to focus more on the PS5 demand. So I guess maybe it's just, maybe it's easier for them to pump out these slims uh, than it is to set up the pro system, like on the manufacturing end of things. It's probably, yeah, I was going to say you're probably on something there. I think it's, 
probably the best price point per console for them right now. I think the Pro 2, because you, when you go in the, like, into the wild, I think the Pro's still too close to justify having, like, it and then a PS5, you know, like, right. with that price point being so close together, why would anyone buy a Pro anyway at this point? It seems a little... To me, it feels a little soon. Like, I, I would have waited so that more of the demand was met of the PS5, I guess, in my head. Like, it just seems a little soon to me. But then again, I don't know the Japanese market that much either. So uh, they maybe they did they do better in getting PS5 systems? Maybe the PS4 Pro wasn't doing as as good there. I, I, I don't know. It's 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 interesting to yeah. It's it's hard until we get those numbers. Like Sony's not really talking about yeah. PS5, uh, you know, numbers from their point. Better than Nintendo and uh, Microsoft, but <laughs> not yeah. just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Definitely Microsoft. Um. So yeah, like I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. I, I think it's a few things. I definitely think it's you know competing with yourself. Uh, maybe they think if by moving so fast that they can maybe really ride the rocket that is this new console launch right now like you know a lot of people are forced at home they're willing to spend money to entertain themselves at home so if they can up production faster they can sell more consoles before you know ride the high as long as it goes right i feel that especially because you guys already touched on it because the price points between like a pro and a five they're not super far apart I think yeah. that might kind of be the reason because if you're going to get a PS4, I don't know if there's anything that is still technically exclusive that can't be played in backwards compatibility. But looking at it that way, if you want a PS4 here, just get the slim. Otherwise, they're more than likely just going to get a five unless they don't yeah. want to spend the money on it. Whereas like, fine, I'll just get a I'll just get a PS4. Otherwise, yeah, that price point's there for the reason. And I, I can't speak for certain but at least in my head it makes sense that like if you're going to get a ps4 now you're probably just going to buy a used one anyway you yeah. know when i used to work at a, a video game store you know the we always sold the most when the next gen came out like used previous gen um so like i'm wondering that they're probably kind of expecting the same for this they're going to be like oh well, everyone who bought a new one might be selling their old one, so then people are just going online trying to grab the old one. Especially if they're having an issue with their original model or something and they don't want to get a pro. Who knows? Yeah. I just looked yeah, at exactly. the price, too. It still looks like it's a $100 difference from the pro system to the, the slim system. Uh, the slim's the 299 and the pro is 399 which seems kind of high still compared to the, the PS5. Yeah, well, like I said, it could have components in there that force its yeah. price point, and maybe again, that might be another factor why they're rushing so much to just stop it altogether. You honestly don't know. They might like they might have so much stock of the old stuff just sitting in the background that they just need to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, it could be a lot of things. I think it's honestly a combination of everything we've been kind of saying. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to number two. This one's also from Destructoid. Microsoft is asking people if they want to see PS5 DualSense features in their Xbox controllers. According to Tech Radar, the publisher sent out a fan survey asking if they wanted to see features for future Xbox controllers. Specifically, the survey seems to inquire about PlayStation controller features that users would like to see in future iterations on whether or not the Xbox Series X controller is next gen enough. Uh, yeah, what are your guys' thoughts? This does not surprise me personally. I kind of called this. I feel like Microsoft lately has kind of been 
turning into the Apple of the phone game where they just sit back, let everyone invent stuff, and then just copy it later. I have no input because I do not have a PS5 to tell you how I feel about these. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, I I mean, okay, on the PS5, I'm really enjoying the DualSense. I love the haptic feedback. The controller just... I, I really enjoy it, but it feels like it's such a... Uh, a debate between the two systems like i guess did yeah i like the the xbox controller the d-pad that was kind of a, a big change but i mean i haven't tried it but it seems like people really enjoy how the D- d-pad is now um i don't know it seems like all these co- companies just keep taking ideas from each other so if i, I don't see any reason not to have it yeah i kind of always expected that eventually you know if it did well that Xbox would want to acquire that mm-hmm. technology or at least make a version of their own uh we'll see what the patents say but um did they file a patent patent on this i can't remember I, I i don't think it was one of the ones that we discussed in the past so i can't remember if we discussed it but i, I have to imagine like with all the patents we do see like how you can't even make a faceplate cover for the PS5 oh God, without potentially thing. getting sued <laughs> i just have to imagine you know have you seen um, some of yeah. the articles recently about uh, the Sony's looking at the black system now and the black controller? I'm like, we knew it was coming. Like, oh, yeah, like, for sure. But it, it was like, be. so soon. <laughs> it's like, come on. Couldn't it have even given us a couple months before they start shoving that in our face? <laughs> there, yeah. There was I, a patent, by the way. There was a patent? Thank you. Okay, so then does that mean if Xbox wants to use it, they have to license it from Sony? Potentially, or they could try making some other version of it that wouldn't infringe on those patents. Right. You know, we've seen stuff like that before. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. I don't know how they're going to go or how fast you think. Like, do you even think they could implement this? And I, I just don't see it being possible to do in the next um, year. Well, I think during generations for Microsoft, they tend to release like a... I don't know what they call it if it's like a, a pro controller or something. I think it's the Elite. The Elite, series, yeah, the Elite it? series. So maybe they would include it in the Elite series down the road. Um yes. I, I don't see any reason not to having it. Like to be honest, the battery on this controller seems to last a lot like a long time. And I, I like I have bought a recent PS4 controller, a brand new one, and the PS5 one seems to last almost maybe a third times longer. So I was going to say it's literally double yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it, you know, it could be double. It seems to last a lot longer than the on the PS4. So cuz I I went from like a game session would kill one of my controllers yeah. where now I would say I go 2 days without charging it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I obviously haven't played as much recently, but yeah, it seems to and it doesn't seem to die as much even when it's just sitting there, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Whereas the PS4 controllers were just they they died like you breathe on it and it dies. So yeah, I don't know. I it seems like this would be a a good thing to do. I mean, it's more immersive in the games. It helps you, yeah, feel like you're more in it. Uh, I don't know. It, it, there's no reason for them not to do it, other than maybe they just don't want to put out the cash for it. So, I think I'm for it mainly for the reason that if they do it as well, we're going to see more support for this in the future. Because mm-hmm. one of my worst fears is that. They don't think it's good enough. Uh, they're not hearing enough for whatever reason. So third parties just stop supporting. Kind of like the you know the trackpad in the middle of our controllers currently. Right. The more that they use it, the like competition wise, they're gonna keep trying to one up themselves, and we we end up 
hopefully getting better better content yeah better, better and i just hardware. feel like if both main consoles use it then it almost forces everyone to have to play along yeah yeah so i, except for the I switch. personally yeah <laughs> except for the switch and i don't want to yeah, except for the switch i don't want to tangent on that thought but i do have to touch because there is something very similar between the two consoles and and actually PC that's going to be hopefully coming soon and that's the whole like the super fast loading. Yes. Because like the PS5 has like the instant load and everything and Xbox Series X and PC are supposed to be getting direct storage. So that's kind of along huh. the same lines if it's something that's utilized a lot then maybe it'll actually be something put into many games. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping that yeah, kind of along that same line that if they do do if they actually do integrate it into their controllers that you might actually see it more in those PS5 games. That would be really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I think grandma before she used to hit me would always say what's good for the goose is good for the gander and I think that applies here. <laughs> Assuming it's done properly, that's the very key point. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> if it's done half fast, your con- your controller just vibrates apart. You're like, well, that's haptic. <laughs> these companies, <laughs> these companies don't release hardware that's not going to be used. What are you talking about? They'll use it. It'll work. Everybody will use I it. I mean, er- everybody liked the. Uh, I don't even know what the heck they call it. The tablet on the Wii U. It was everyone's favorite feature. Yeah. It wasn't cumbersome at <laughs> all. No. No. No, that's the best way to watch Netflix. <laughs> anyway, moving on to number three. CD Projekt Red says rumored Cyberpunk 2077 development details are simply not true. This one's referencing a post made on GameFAQs, a forum post claiming to include comments from a disgruntled developer made multiple claims about cut content, code rewrites, pressure from the company executives, and the game's ongoing fixes, even adding the unexpected detail that the company's original Johnny Silverhand was inspired by David Hayter's Solid Snake. Uh, the company then came back and issued a thing on Twitter, a response, not a thing. Uh, we usually do not comment on rumors, but this is simply not true. Uh, very short and sweet message to the community. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Do you think there's any truth to this, or do you think it's all shenanigans? You can, it's it's easy to make up things with when there's like a little bit of truth already out there like just yeah. just say that there's like cut content well the community we all know there's yeah, definitely we, we've already seen videos <laughs> yeah. of things cut so. so and the code rewrites well obviously they're all always uh rewriting code so uh, uh there's probably a little bit of truth to it but it seems a little overblown and then and i mean what's the what's the big thing to get upset about here like the, the, we already know there was cut content clearly so uh, I, I don't know what they're trying to stir up to be honest yeah I you know a lot of these things I think are just given honestly I think the one that they're addressing is pressure from the company executives but like that one I feel like probably is true I don't think this post is real uh, but I do think that was something that happened and yeah. it's clear, you know, when we talked about developers getting upset and talking to the board and saying, why did you say this was ready? It's not. Why did you make mm-hmm. these ridiculous, uh, release dates that we could never possibly meet? Um, so then I feel like, yeah, pressure from executives is definitely going, you know, ongoing fixes while obviously, you know, it's needs patches like, you know. Yeah. Like nothing else. So yeah, I feel like this one 
although I think the post is fake, I do think it uh, brings some things to light again. And uh, you guys are you guys have played the game quite a bit now, more than I have. Yeah, anyway. like fifty Does hours. Does it feel about, yeah. like there? is gaps in the story or even like, does it feel like there are gaps in content? Like obviously the wall running has gone. That was the big one, which, but they told us a long time ago that that was not going to be in the game. Um, Does it feel like there's like a gap somewhere in the story where it's like, I feel like I'm missing something like an Anthem Anthem. There was parts where it's like, there's something missing here. And when they found out later words uh, afterwards that uh, the story was like, re put in the wrong order <laughs> and there was like a mission where you're they're talking about a meeting with someone that hadn't even happened yet so like are you guys seeing that where it feels like there's like i'm missing something here there's something cut uh i'm not seeing anything personally but i'm not really far in story at all mm. i've wasted all my time primarily all my time in side quests okay the only way that I think you'd miss anything is if you don't follow Steve and not do side quests, because a lot of those things get kind of tied up in your side quests. Mm-hmm. So that I, might be the only thing that I would think. I've heard a lot of people say, the the one thing I heard that them say was the cut content, and they always refer to one particular thing. They're like, they they told us that the policing system was going to be like its own uh, hierarchy and that uh, it would be really in depth and then when you get into the game the police just you you do a crime they spawn on top of you they attack you it's yeah. very dumbed down i i don't know if that's cut content or if that was just them doing the peter molyneux effect of trying to make something sound way better than it really was <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> maybe if they delayed it one more time we would have seen that i kind of wish they did I wish they had delayed it to February. <laughs> Honestly, they, I think we taught, we touched on this in a previous yeah. episode, but they definitely should have post like done it in April, like booted the whole year yeah. from the original launch, but whatever it, it is what it is. It's out there. It's, um, it's a game. <laughs> like that's all I can really say. Uh, definitely didn't meet, uh, I think many people's expectations. And I, I, I think, yes, there's some people that overhyped it, but then I do think there's other people like me that, Felt like it still could have been, you know, I just wanted something that was as good as Witcher 3. Yeah. I just didn't get that. No. Um, I don't know. Curtis, would you, how would you rank this even close to Witcher 3? No. No, because I still think what one or two episodes ago, you hit it on the head. Like, it's just, it's a better fallout. And that's, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. It's no, it's not even in the same tier as Witcher 3. Do you think I can get yeah. that? I think it could get there. Uh, I don't think so. I think if you have, I mean, maybe I'm speaking out a like term here, but like, I don't know. I just feel like if you have a base that's just not special, it's going to be really hard to make it something that's as good as The Witcher, right? Yeah, it's very ambitious to try to do that, especially with all the things that were exactly the things the the police, the cut content. Not that mm-hmm. is cut, but if you're trying to get that kind of stuff in there and have it at the same level as Witcher 3 with this AI that's, oh, everyone has their own life. It's all so advanced. It's very ambitious, and I don't mm-hmm. see that ever being the same tier. Yeah, yeah they would have to do some massive uh, expansions, th- like, and not just on story, but, like, those expansions would have to add things to the game to ever get it even close to The Witcher, but I just don't know if they would do that, right? Like, 
you know, people already bought your game. They beat it. Now you're going to add things to make the game fun. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think I mentioned it. Be- I think I mentioned it before Go. too, is like when the first Witcher came out, it, it wasn't the best either. It was to- dog no. shit. It, yeah. It was pretty awful. So maybe there's a lot more hope for the sequel to this down the road. I know I don't want to put it out there already, but maybe there's going to be a lot more hope for that one. Do you, do you, that's, that brings up a good point. Do you guys think there's a possibility that they'd ever want to do a sequel to this after all of this shenanigans? I think they the will. The redemption arc? I think they will. Really? I, I'm Honestly, I'd put my 20 bucks that they just wash their hands of this and be like, hey guys, we can't get on Witcher 4 fast enough and let's never look back. <laughs> I mean, the company only put out, like how many games is under their belt? Just these two, right? Um, yeah. I think they put enough time and money invested into this that they're they're going to want to see it through. Well, I think seeing it through could mean the expansions, the DLCs, but I yeah, I just don't know if they'd ever want to come back and if anyone would trust them to come back, honestly. Unless this somehow just suddenly just becomes No Man's Sky uh, redemption story. I just don't see it getting there, though. Mm. It also, No Man's Sky didn't have that many people to redeem itself to either you know sales are a little different between the two right definitely so we're moving on to number four uh but still touching with cyberpunk this one comes from destructoid again new steam data suggests folks drop cyberpunk 2077 faster than the witcher 3 so kind of like what we were talking about like it doesn't compare with witcher 3 so we'll just dip into this article a little bit so the article goes on to say based on new data scraped from steam get hype suggests that 1 million concurrent steam player number has dropped significantly that makes sense it's been a little while and it's a single player game but it also notes that 79 percent drop isn't a typical for cd project red who usually has strong long-term player base according to the data the witcher 3 retained over 50 percent of its player base within the same time period and it took three full months to get the numbers that cyberpunk 2077 is at currently what are your guys' thoughts here? Do you think it's just normal? Do you think it's because Cyberpunk's a shorter game, technically, if you're not getting lost in the side quest? Yeah, I think this is what they maybe went in intending. Like, they already said ahead of time that they wanted the game to be smaller so that people would actually finish the thing. So I think the hardcore people probably flew through the game super quick. Um, how many hours do you guys have, Ballpark? Mine's 50. 50? And you've done probably most of the side stuff as far as... Uh, I wouldn't say no? most. Okay. There's so much more still. Okay. So some people, they, they don't care about the side stuff. So you could probably fly through the story. I think I heard it's, it's not overly long. So I think a lot of people are just finished it. They've gotten through it. They're done. If you beeline it, like it sounds like it's a short game. Like I believe 26 to 28 hours. Yeah. I, I, and and like I said, that's I think what they intended was more people to actually finish the game than actually play the game. So yeah, the numbers kind of surprising how high it is, but it might be that might be its purpose. Yeah, I'm gonna go in a little column A, a little column B action here, and I do think that you're right. I think a lot of people beat it faster uh, than others. I do think some people don't want to do side quests. You know, like we talked about how we got tired or I got tired of Valhalla mm-hmm. because it's just doing side quests after side quests. You know, it gets old. Uh, but then I do think it's a little bit of like a lot of people are probably tired of the bugs as well and the crashes and the issues and maybe they want to wait for a more stable version. I mean, you have to remember this is only on Steam. This isn't consoles. 
No, no, I'm referring to that too. But mm-hmm. you're you apparently have the golden bong that no one else has because even in every other conversation I've listened to, most of the people who previewed or demoed this game all had to play it on PC and they were all still talking about crashes, glitches, this and that. Uh, sounds like you're Which kind of one had. of the lucky ones. Yes, you've had issues, but... Nah, yeah, not major crashing or anything, but that is. No. But you still have to remember, like, that Steam, your PC audience is probably still not going to be as high as your console, especially if the game is so demanding. How do you know most of the people can even play the game? Maybe that was another thing. They bought it. Oh, it doesn't run. I mean, it could be that, again, like, the, the problem with PCs, right, is everybody's got a different one different yeah. components, so, different issues. Like, I don't know if a different chipset could be the reason why some people are having crashes and the others aren't. Who the hell knows? There's so many different variations, but that could be another potential as to why it dropped off so quickly. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, little issue they got there, but it kind of makes sense to me. Like, I, I just think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I don't know, Chris, like, do you agree or disagree? Uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. I think, I mean, I think... To be honest, I, I, I haven't followed a lot of the issues that people are having on PC. Obviously, it's a pretty demanding game. But I think most people on PC, they, it, it is on Steam, I think, right? Or no, do you have to get yes. it on GOG? So uh, Steam has a really good refund policy where I would think, I don't know, would they ca- they probably wouldn't count those people if they refunded it in that 79% or would they have counted it? They probably would have counted it if they turned the game it's, on and tried. I it. think it still shows that they played it. So, I yeah, think so. yeah. I think the number is going to spike up. Like in my, the way I played Witcher Three, I Steve knows I I played the game way later <laughs> than when it came out. Like I think all the DLC was out at the time when I played it. So, I and mm-hmm. and now the 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 movie or the show, sorry, has caused it to have an even greater spike. Uh, in the game being played so I, I think cyberpunk i think the number will bounce back up i don't think it's going to get like as low as like marvel's avengers or anything so uh and then yeah. all the every time they patch it and every time they do uh, a little bit of dlc or something i think it's going to bring more people back than the average game i think I, that's my yeah, I hope. it's interesting because i feel like every time it has a bump is it also going to have other players that are finally done with it so then, like, does it actually ever go up, or maybe it just stays the same for a while? Like, yeah, I'll be very interested to see how the numbers fall out in the next while. I mean, I hope it's not true that a lot of people have finished it, because even from what I'm reading from other places, is the replayability is not there. Yeah, the whole, the whole starting, like, the three intros, I, I'm not seeing enough substance where I would even want to play it three times to, like, like you have different intros from what I understand, there's different dialogue decisions. You have one, I think, like s- kind of mini side quest for that, like type that you choose that that whichever group you choose, and and that's pretty much it. Otherwise, everything's kind of pretty much the same. There's I don't think there's enough division between the the the, the three different branches you can choose a choose. No, from. Yeah. I don't think there is. So even if you have people finishing the game, yeah, they can fix it. I highly doubt they're going to come back and replay the exact same thing so soon. Yeah. The hardcores will come back and they'll do it on a harder difficulty. They'll probably choose a different one, but I don't think I, I'm not sitting here going, I need to see those different prologues and side quests. Uh, uh, no, there's, there's still a bitter first impression regardless. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, well that seems like a good enough point to stop. So we're gonna go on to number five. Arcane Studios co-creator is working on a new game. This one comes from Game Informer. Prey and Dishonored are two incredible games that offered unique adventures and a narrative players couldn't help but get swept up in. But what's next for Dishonored co-creator Harvey Smith, since he's not attached to Arcane's upcoming Deathloop title, we don't know specifics yet, but we do have confirmation that he's actively working on a new game with the team behind both games. Uh, I don't recall if either of you were big into Dishonored or Prey. Um, yeah, like, what are your thoughts on this? I, if you guys weren't big into Dishonored or Prey, like, are you excited for anything coming out here? Or? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I have to see what it is. Like, I played both of them a little bit. Uh, and to me, it's just like, I, I just felt like I rather had played Bioshock. But also, if you're looking farther down, says in the article, it's always possible that a new entry into the already established franchises is on the horizon, but this sounds more like it could also be a rumored new IP that began making its rounds earlier last year. A job post posted a few months after rumors began circulating pointed to the team developing a new immersive simulator game, which is also a likely candidate for what Smith and the team is currently working on. Mm. yeah i mean that would be interesting yeah i'm always interested in playing those survival style type games um like these games both prey and dishonored they were very close to being games that like okay i really want to play but in my head it's like i just like i said before i, I kept comparing them to bioshock and i just love the bioshock series too much <laughs> so it's it was always close yeah, like, but not there i'm like the kryptonite to your like that point because i'm the guy that doesn't like bioshock i oddly liked inf uh, was it bioshock infinite was the third one yeah i didn't care for that one yeah. story lost and, me. yeah and it's and no most people did i liked it for some reason where i didn't like one or two at all mm -hmm. uh, i really don't like one uh i th i have some reasons for it but we don't have to get into it but then uh that and i really like dishonor i think dishonored one uh was really strong i had a good time i liked it enough that i beat it twice which i rarely do with games and then i didn't love dishonored 2 something about it just didn't feel the same maybe just didn't feel fresh enough to me uh so i kind of like have dipped in a couple of times but never really finished it and then death loop doesn't interest me at all i know it's not the same guy that we're talking about here but yeah i just never really like seen anything from death loop that interests me it just feels like it's using assets from dishonored but going in a different way that's just not for me, which is totally fine. Uh, so maybe doing something fresh, I think, might be for the best, honestly. And I like it sounds like the way Dishonored ended now, like it should be done. Not that you can't ever just continue stuff for the sake of continuing it. You know, Uncharted is a good example. But um, yeah, I just feel like hopefully this is a new IP. I would I would be very interested and hopeful that it is. They're always close to getting me to play it. So maybe it's the third time's the charm for me. Exactly. I do get what you're saying, though. The, the aesthetics are pretty close to the same. Mm -hmm. Like, when you look at Dishonored, you're like, yeah, okay, I can kind of see uh, Bioshock. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, essence. Inspiration. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's sprung from yeah. it. So, but yeah, we don't have to talk much more on that one either. It's not really a big article. Okay, so we'll move on to number six and our final article for the day. This one comes from Destructoid. Metacritic reveals that Persona 5 Royal was the best rated game of 2020. Yay. Okay, so from Destructoid, we got the article. They also put out the list of the top for everything. So I'm just going to quickly read through it. You guys can feel free to interrupt me if you have anything to say. 
uh, whether you agree or disagree or just feel nothing whatsoever because you're dead inside. Uh, so we'll go to top PS4 game was Persona 5 Royal. Not surprised. Top PS5 game, Demon Souls. Top Xbox One game, Dragon Quest Eleven S. Uh, that one I thought was, you know, depressing. That- <laughs> <laughs> Top Xbox Series X or S game was Tetris Effect Connected. Also depressing. Top Switch game is Hades. There you go, Curtis. One Yay. for you. Top PC game, Half-Life Alex. Metacritic top rated game of the year, Persona 5 Royal. Yay. It takes its seat on the throne for 2020, which uh, rightfully so in my opinion. But uh, just, you know, I thought this was another fun article to touch on all the other game of the year articles where I just want to shine a light on just how everything else is not lining up with the VGAs or just the media as a whole, which, you know, furthers my theory that they are stuck in an echo chamber and are not really in the same conversation as the rest. Mm -hmm. What are you guys' thoughts on this list? I I like the list. I think it's good. I mean, the Xbox one, that's... That's kind of kind of a given. That's kind of isn't that like the only exclusive they got this year when it came out? Yeah, that's actually a good point. I totally forgot. I think about that's that. the only yeah, one it you're could right. be. So, uh, uh, Demon Souls. Uh, I haven't tried it. Obviously, you guys have talked about it quite a bit, and I it's solid. I, I could agree. I, with I can it. vouch for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Persona uh, Five Royal, love it. Yeah. Half Life Alex. I kind of. The PC it's PC category is a hard category because PC gets a lot of games, so I'm wondering if they're kind of just leaning on like whatever Steam would have, or maybe they went kind of more VR for that one. I don't know, but I've heard good things about Half Life Alex VR or not VR. So, and yeah, I believe it hit some other list we've talked about where it was the top PC game for uh, some other people as well. Uh, I've not, I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, I would like to try it. You know, if I could afford a eight thousand dollar VR headset, uh, I would love to try it. Or and a PC that could even run it. Honestly, and I, th- I find the interesting one though is the top Switch game being Hades. It's that's weird to me. I would beat all the first party ones. Yeah, yeah. Like but every again, Mario like, game. Like I believe this year. I I could be wrong. But again, you got to remember this is just for twenty twenty. And the problem with the Nintendo is like other than Animal Crossing. You know, like they, I don't think they've released anything first party. So, yeah. Uh, so then I'm like, I kind of like totally understand why the list might be a little skewed there. But I'm almost surprised though, like that Animal Crossing wouldn't be better. It almost makes yeah. like, I don't want to say that it seems like Switch owners would rather be owning a more hardcore console. <laughs> I don't know. But then it's hard to say Hades is a hardcore game either. So I don't know. It's, it's weird to me. Let's all agree we just had a better year than Tetris Effect Connected <laughs> <laughs> and Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, poor Whoa. Xbox. Oh my God! Yes, I think Curtis summed it up perfectly. Well, yeah. <laughs> like that is so. Oh my God, that has got to be like, you know. And this is always, I don't know, you know, whatever. I won't even get into it. I just feel like that's the argument every time I hear about people in their little checkbox being like, "Oh, Xbox for life," and you're like. Because you like Dragon Eight, Dragon Quest Eleven, and Tetris so much, <laughs> like God forbid they ever make a Dragon Quest themed Tetris game, then you know shit's about to blow up. They just need ex- they need to actually start pumping out some first party games. Need some exclusives, and I'm not talking about Halo and Gears, <laughs> or yes. or what's another Crackdown? I think that one's Forza. Dead. Yeah. 
Forza. Oh, I yeah, know. but they just can't let things die. They don't know how to start new franchises. And the problem is that they don't even try. They just buy their way through competitors. You know, like this week, I didn't bring it up because we're not an Xbox podcast, but like this week, uh, some people, some information came out that Microsoft, when uh, they had the first Xbox, they actually tried to go to Nintendo and say, we want to buy you. And apparently for the whole hour of the meeting, Nintendo just laughed them out of the room. <laughs> I also read that article. <laughs> and, and I'm like, you know, and it, that is totally Xbox. All they ever do is buy their way out of problems. Yes, you have an unlimited source of money. Good for you. But like, you need to stop focusing on what you can buy to try to compete and actually just start making some shit. Start some franchises. Like, invest in yourself and stop just trying to buy, you know, your way to number one. Yeah, invest in your own studio. It's also why they're asking people about the the DualSense features in the controller. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I feel like they're they're so out of touch, and yeah, that list kind of just proves they it. should add. And like this, sorry, I was gonna just make a joke. I was gonna say they should add a question to that survey and say, "Would you like your console to make you chicken?" It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. That thing's gonna beat both your consoles. It's out. Well, it's a PC. <laughs> it's a PC. It is exactly. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Sorry. What's gonna beat my consoles? Oh, you you know right? You don't know. Do you know no. the KFC the console? KFC console? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like, that system's gonna be. It's not a system. It's a PC. <laughs> that is Sorry, true. I went off in a tangent. But does it come with fried chicken? Uh, no, but I, it'll keep it warm. No. Can it reheat my fries so they're not gross the next day? <laughs> People are talking like they're hoping that there's gonna be a um, a built-in app that will allow, like, so you could submit orders to KFC to ship you chicken. <laughs> Why wouldn't they, right? Like, if you're going that far anyway, just do it. Like, just commit. Commit. Exactly. Because people are in on the joke. They like it. They they can't believe that this thing's so, real. So just And do it's it. weird, too, because it reminds me, like, does KFC do stunts like this in the past? Because remember that community episode of KFC driving that space van? Do you remember that, Steve? Yeah, I do. They, like, they have to go and do a test drive in a KFC van, and they get towed yeah. away and stuff. It's like... Was this a real thing? Does KFC do weird stunts like this? <laughs> Never like this. So this thing's so odd. But maybe they think gamers like drugs and drugs make you hungry. So then you like KFC. <laughs> like, and maybe it's just the circle of life from Lion King, but KFC uh, version. Sorry. I just, that's what came to mind for some reason. Okay, so we finished all our news articles in the timely fashion we love so much. So what does that mean? That means we're going to homework. What is homework? Homework is when I point you to the articles we didn't have time for in today's episode. So we just give you the articles and then you go on your own time and uh, find them at the sites that we tell you and then you educate yourself and we carry on as normal. Okay, we're going to start with homework article number one. Uh, several Persona soundtracks are coming to Spotify soon. This comes from IGN. I am super excited for this because, I mean, Persona 5, uh, I love the soundtrack. Like, I, I have it on my playlist already, but it's not like the official versions, I don't think. Steve, I think you no, do it's too. Not. I, I have the official ones, but it was really hard to get. Yeah, them. so amazing soundtrack. I'm actually curious to li listening to Persona 4 soundtrack because I haven't, I haven't played that game yet. So uh, that is something definitely to look forward to. And I highly recommend everybody check it out because it really good game really good music really good everything uh and article number two comes from game informer uh you can watch the medium's spooky 14 minute gameplay demo 
Uh, it's ahead of its launch. The game's going to come out on January 28th, which I didn't realize it was that soon. Uh, I, I think me and Curtis watched a quick skim of the, the video. It's a lot more of in-game cinematic. There is some gameplay. Uh, there's a creature that's chasing the character known as the Maw. Uh, pretty freaky because like in the real world... Uh, the monster looks like it's invisible. It kind of looks like the predator. You can sort of see the shimmer out, outline of the creature. What did you think of it, Curtis? I just skimmed over it, but it's it's definitely interesting. Like it's nice to see that it's trying to keep you on your toes. It's not just a a normal mystery. Like there is a horror element to it, so I'm okay with that. And it just did the did the trailer make you think this is a day one buy for you? I was considering it already on day one. But uh, it all depends on what else I'm playing. It's the same for me, too. It, I was always, like, for sure interested in it. Watching that trailer, it's, it feels like not quite the old, old Resident Evils, like a combination of Resident Evil and the Silent Hill. I'm really excited for it, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Curtis. Like, I have such a backlog of games. I don't know. Even if I bought it day one, I don't know if I would have the time to play it, so... I'll probably buy it just to get the 10% off, but yeah. until I finish, because I'm still sitting on Valhalla, I probably want to finish that first. Yeah, I think I, I, sometimes I feel that. I feel like I need to get better at finishing what I have before moving on, because then you end up in a situation I'm currently in, like I talked about at the start of the show, where I have six games I need to finish, and I'm just a mess. Oh, yeah. How about uh, you, Steve? I know you're not that big into... The, the overly scary games, but is this one that you would rather one of us get and you watch us play it? <laughs> I don't like, I see, I haven't watched this yet. I, I didn't have the time to watch it, but um, from what I have seen previously, I, nothing about it made me feel like it was too scary for me. Um, so I would, I am interested in it, but I do think I'm just going to wait for it to come to PS5. Um, I could, I feel like this game would probably run fine on my PC, but I feel like I can wait, like, you know, kind of like Curtis was getting to, uh, I, I just, I have enough for now. I didn't realize it was coming out so soon either. Mm-hmm. Um, so very surprised, but, uh, um, maybe we I shouldn't be surprised. Cause I think Xbox, they, they need this. <laughs> they need something. They need something. So that maybe, I mean, come on guys. They have Tetris. Get yeah. That, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I mean, you can connect the blocks, everything. Oh, oh my God. So much fun. Wait, you can make a line? (laughs) You can make a line, and it's got multiple colors, and there's songs in the background. Did they boost those soundtracks? Because that's Tetris, man. It's the music. It's always When you hear Tetris, it's the music, not the gameplay. (laughs) Nice. I just want uh, Dr. Mario to come in with a machine gun and be like, die, Tetris. (laughs) I beat you. Yeah, it's all about the pills now. Get the hell out of here. And that's pretty much it for our homework for uh, today. Okay, so if that's it for homework, then that means it's it for the show. So once again, we are saying goodbye till next Monday, and then uh, we will talk to you yet again. So until then, bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Why can I not brain that word specifically specifically i my brain just looked at that and it's like that ain't english they could honestly just literally call it a switch pro give them the same console and attach one of those sticky dildos to the back <laughs> and people would people would buy because like oh it's a f-ing handle it's the newest handle i gotta have it yeah. so i can play on the 
Yeah, so then I can sit on the train and <laughs> ask myself on the train. <laughs> like, it's just because that makes my commute more fun.